The following is a conversation between Bryce and Ray, Charlie Schwab, and Oliver Williams, all students currently studying at Drake University. To support us, please follow the Drake Broadcasting System on any social media platforms you use. And now, please enjoy this episode of the In Case You Missed It podcast. Welcome back. Today is Monday, October 2nd, 2023. I'm once again joined by Oliver Williams. Hi. And Charlie Schwab. Hey. And you are listening to the 12th episode of the In Case You Missed It podcast. Let's see what you missed. Hi. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to get things started here today, this week. I'm going to cover some uh, recent news from the Wall Street Journal. They do an annual top 100 colleges list, and somehow Drake University made it on there. So somehow, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of colleges out there. A top 100 is a pretty prestigious list, especially for like a small time university like Drake. So the statistics that they have here that like pretty much are explaining how we got onto the top 100 list was because 98% of grad students are employed or are pursuing further education within six months of graduation, which is really good. And uh, there's a 91% graduation rate for anybody going for like a bachelor degree within four years. So like pretty much if you're going here, most people are going to make it in and out in the time that they want to, mm-hmm. which is really nice. That's super neat. Yeah. I think it's pretty special. I mean, because we always clown on this school a lot, but I think like looking at these stats kind of show like, okay, we're doing pretty well in terms of like other universities. We're up there. Now, we are in the top 100th. But we only made it to 97th, so like we're barely on the edge of the line there. What schools are we ahead of on that list? Do you know? Uh, I know that we are the number one school in Iowa. So yeah. like, yeah, Iowa State Easy. is at, <laughs> Iowa State's at 143. Wow. So we're pretty high above that. And yeah, any other school in Iowa, so that's pretty cool. Best school in the state for education. And so I guess I just wanted to bring up, like, do you guys think Drake deserves this ranking of the top 100 colleges? I think so. I think I feel like having such like a high graduation rate and then like going on to further um, people's education, I feel like that kind of goes in line with like the Drake busy kind of vibe that we got going on. Right. Yeah. Everybody's really trying their best to graduate. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody's like slacking off, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, we know a few people who have dropped out, you know, like I feel Mm -hmm. like you either drop out the first year or you stick it through and then you keep going. Like, that's kind of the environment that Drake fosters. Right, right. I don't know. It seems like it's hard for me to believe that we are the... I mean, we have a lot of colleges in in the U.S. Right. So, I don't know. I I think that that, the weighting and how they did... Because I also, like, I looked at those stats. I was like, how the hell? I think the weighting of that one statistic is a bit flawed, Sure. Because, I mean, like, it's it's a great statistic to have. Um, it's great that people graduate on time uh-huh. and get jobs. But in terms of the college experience itself and right. the actual university, the resources you have on campus, I think that we're definitely not top 100. I agree hmm. with that. Because, I mean, I, for, I don't know exactly what the numbers were, but I know that when I looked at the criteria for grading, our employment thing was like, up there, like really high, and then mm-hmm. everything else was below average. Yep, that was corroborate with that. <laughs> it is really just that's the stat that is booking us up to this high yeah. end ranking. 
Yeah, I, Drake grooms you well to be a part of the workforce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think yeah. a part of that, too, is that we are the really only large school in Des Moines. Uh, and, I mean, Iowa State is close, like 30 minutes away. But You're forgetting Des Moines College. That, too. That, too. <laughs> but Drake University is Des Moines College. So in terms of competition within the city, um, Drake gets first dibs on everything in terms of jobs. And internships mm-hmm. and apprenticeships and things like that. Well, you guys pretty much covered what I was hoping to say is that I just thought it was funny how hard it was for me to find what actual ranking we were because you have to like pay for the Wall Street Journal and Marty right. Martin doesn't mention it anywhere in his like long letter about like, oh, we're in the top 100 schools. And then <laughs> I'm like, after like 20 minutes to try to figure out how to get into Wall Street Journal for free, which I ended up being able to sign in through uh, our school email and mm-hmm. getting a free membership. So that was nice. But Seeing that we were 97th was a little disappointing. <laughs> I mean, but we're top 100. That's pretty cool. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. they were really trying to hide what our exact ranking was. We're Guys, we're top 100. We're literally like 100th. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Barely holding on. Uh-huh. But it's still really cool that, I mean, number one in Iowa, not that I would have gone to another school in Iowa probably. Yeah. yeah. We're not number one in the Midwest, but it makes me feel pretty good. I think another factor is that our school – Again, it's Des Moines school, but it also has a small student count, so there's not as much competition within Des Moines among Drake students for getting those internships and those jobs because there's only so many students at Drake, and there's a lot of companies in Des Moines that you can intern at and that you can get jobs at. I think that that plays into it. Like if we were a school with like 30,000, 40,000 people, it'd be harder for the school to make sure everybody gets, you know, a good start career-wise in Des Moines or in any city. So I think that that's, I think that that definitely plays into why our ranking in terms of post-grad employment and pursuing further education is so high. Is just that because we have a limited number of students, it's easier for professors, deans to actually help us one-on-one to get those opportunities, where at other schools it's not so easy when the faculty-to-student ratio is. So, I mean, you look at Iowa State, faculty-to-student ratio is 18, I believe it's 18 to 1. Oh, geez, that's really high. Yeah, but at Drake, I think it's only 10 to 1. So I think that definitely plays into it. Yeah, I've definitely been in a class where it's like me and five other students and then a teacher, so... Um, As you guys very well know, Parents Weekend is starting this Friday, and I was going to do a quick run-through of some of the events going on, but then I found something actually really special, that we are doing, like, uh, the world premiere of a new musical that is going to be played by, like, our students at FAC for, like, it's $8 for students, $10 for adults to attend, and it'll be running from uh, Thursday to Sunday, but it's really... Interesting that like I asked Haven, like an actual music student, and she had not heard of it. Like yeah. a big musical that's gonna be playing like this later this week. So that's just a little bit insane to me. But hmm. it's called Wings and it is uh written by a man named Danny K. Bernstein. And so I did some research. He's made one other musical in the past that was like it didn't make it to Broadway or anything, but it got good reviews. It was it was like kind of like a Shrek. It wasn't actually Shrek musical, but it was like a spinoff of like a fairy tale yeah. made to be like modern times, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so that one was like more funny, but like from what I've seen for this musical, it's going to be like a lot more serious and deep. And it's cool because it's like, you don't see like a lot of like original stories. And this is like a loose adaptation of a 1906 Russian novella. 
<laughs> and so I'll read out the synopsis here for you guys. It's basically about, so Wings tells the story of fourth-year university student Vanya, who is played at fact by Harrison Stoll, through his eyes as he navigates his final year of study in St. Petersburg. With no money and no status beyond the university, Vanya is desperate to win a prestigious fellowship that will allow him to stay at the university. However, matters complicate when he begins working privately on his application with the fellowship's current recipient, Anna, played by Jude Thurman. And the two begin a relationship that neither are quite prepared for. So it's basically a broke college student. And, like, there's something, like, going on around the town where he's like, doesn't feel safe in the city. So he's trying to stay within the university for as long as he can before huh. he gets kicked out. Yeah. So it sounds pretty interesting. And they also had like a, they commissioned an animatic from like a popular YouTuber, which I've actually seen some of her animations because they're like really good. And so it was back, way back in 2021 where they animated like a whole five minute song. And it's actually, I mean, it's a really good, like powerful song. Like it doesn't feel cheaply produced. So I'm like really ready for what like our Drake students are gonna be able to do with this musical. So, I mean, yeah, the animatic has 65,000 YouTube views, and that was from two years ago, and the musical still hasn't released, but we have the chance to do, like, the world premiere of it. And now, Charlie, did you, did either of you guys see the 9 to 5 musical that they had last year? A 9 to f- no. Right. Oh, well, that's bummer. But that one was, <laughs> it was really good. It was played out, like, really high budget with, like, tons of different sets and everything. Of course, everybody had to be wearing masks, which is a bit of a bummer, but that just makes me, like, even more excited for what they're going to be able to do with like the full capabilities of a new musical. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, if it is a good written play, like this could be really big for them. Yeah. I've always been super impressed by like the music department. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen much acting by any Drake students because I, I don't know. I just haven't gone to any of the plays or anything right. like that. But we have some friends who are in the music program or who were in the music program and I've seen like the jazz concerts and I've seen like the choir concerts and it all seems very polished. Like for such a small university, you'd kind of think they'd kind of reel it in. <laughs> they have a bad, right. But they have passion. They're yeah. passionate about what they do. Like I've seen like people in my art classes are part of like the, uh, the stage building and they go through like a lot of effort. Like I've seen like all the structures they have to build and paint over like I'm really ready for like a high quality, high budget. I'm definitely going to be going to this. I hope you guys come too. I mean, $8, not too bad. And that's this Thursday? Yes, this Thursday through Sunday. They'll be doing one show every night. Check that out on the uh, Drake Fine Arts Center website. Um, that sounds that sounds incredibly exciting. I haven't ever been to a play at Drake, uh, mainly just because, one, I haven't had anyone to go with, <laughs> and two, I usually don't hear about them until they're over. So <laughs> that's that's why you listen to the podcast and uh, right. yeah I'm I'm excited for it man it, I mean if there's any reason to go see a play at Drake it's this it's a world premiere right. of a story that hasn't really been done before mm-hmm. so yeah go see it it's gonna be great mm-hmm. hopefully they get some advertising in before next week because right now it seems like like nobody's bought tickets i haven't heard any buzz about it around yeah. i mean even in fact people don't know about it so well it's interesting i uh i went to a few opera scenes things uh an opera concert too mm-hmm. uh and here at drake and the crowd always seems to be mainly the parents of the people the parents and family of those who are performing and close friends of those who are performing. Right. At least from when I was there, that's it was pretty obvious that that was the gist because yeah. the majority of the crowd was people who didn't go to Drake. And for this, I'm assuming it would be kind of the same. But 
I'm hoping maybe there will be a little more turnout of rather than just. I feel like there will be because yeah. it's like I mean it's a, it's interesting for anybody to go to like you don't have to be related to Drake at all. It's just a new theater. Like yeah, a new play. Yeah, and from a marketing perspective, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, this too. guy, <laughs> I definitely think they could do a better job advertising <laughs> these things. Right. Because uh, I hadn't heard about it until Oliver brought it up to me yesterday. Uh-huh. And no props to FAC for <laughs> promoting it. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens like as we get closer to the uh, release of it. I mean, it is just like five days away. It is interesting that they're doing four showings. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. Like, everybody would get a chance to see it. And four nights in a row with the same actors. I mean, they're going through it. But I guess that's what the real theater experience yeah. is like. Because yeah. I, know, I know some... Or at least I know, like when when I went to that opera thing, um, they had like a A cast and a B cast, mm-hmm. and then they flip flopped every day. But I'm guessing that won't be the case for this. Right, maybe the case. We'll have to find out. But yeah, so it'll be playing on a uh, uh, Thursday at seven thirty, Friday at seven thirty, Saturday at seven thirty, and then Sunday at two p.m. Awesome, mm. awesome. Yeah. Thank you for that update, Oliver. Now we're going to move it over to Charlie for Charlie's Archives, our <laughs> favorite segment. Uh, take us take us on a little trip through Drake's history, Charlie. Spin us a yarn. Um, okay, so here's the thing, right? I didn't know about this. Like I, when we were walking here, I asked Bryson, hey, do you know about the Paul is dead conspiracy theory? That was about the um, the singer Paul McCartney from the Beatles. It it like uh, It alleged that he died. <laughs> and like he was replaced with like a double. My mom has actually told me about this story a few times. Does she believe it? No, she doesn't believe it. But like she's, I think she did believe it when she was younger. Or else she like she was really invested in it because she knew a lot about the story. So so the theory goes right. I mean there are a bunch of different versions, obviously, because it's like a conspiracy theory. But the theory goes right that McCartney had an argument with his bandmates during a recording session and then drove off angrily in his car and was distracted by a meter maid and did not notice that the traffic light had changed and crashed and was decapitated. That was, that was the rumor? Yeah, that he crashed well, and he was that decapitated. That was how the song goes. Yeah. He didn't know the light had changed. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for that. <laughs> and so, okay, and the rumor goes on to allege that a funeral, funeral service was held, right? Um, with eulogies by George and Ringo. This is very detailed. Yeah, how do they know about the eulogies? <laughs> Followed by a procession with Lennon as the priest officiating his funeral and burying him. That's funny. Um, to spare the public from grief, the surviving Beatles replaced him with the winner of a McCartney lookalike contest. <laughs> <laughs> the stand-in was allegedly an orphan from Edinburgh named William, William Campbell who the Beatles had trained to impersonate McCarthy. So that's the rumor. Right. And so they, how does this relate to Drake? <laughs> yeah. Hang on, let me, I'm getting there. <laughs> Relax, dude. And you know how it relates to Drake. Uh, but like, and the way they found, like they came up with this theory, right, was they dissected a bunch of different songs, like mm-hmm. A Day in the Life, Blue Jay Way, Don't Pass Me By, Strawberry Fields Forever, whatever. Okay, and I don't, I don't listen to the Beatles, so I don't really know those lyrics, but Oliver clearly does. I do listen does. to the Beatles, yeah. Strawberry Fields Forever, that's a good one. Yeah. They also used a technique called backmasking, which if you don't know was something that was really common during like the satanic panic in the eight in the 80s, um, where they just play a song backwards and they're like, oh, listen, they're saying this in the song. It's just <laughs> yeah. backwards. You can't hear it. And so that's how they got all their information. Right. And this rumor, where did it start? I know where it started. Do you know where it started? 
No, I don't know. The Times Delphic, bro. Seriously? <laughs> yes. So this guy, right? Tim Harper, who works for the Times Delphic. <laughs> worked. He, worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was, oh man, this was like 60 years ago. Oh my God. Jeez, yeah. yeah. So he worked for the Times Delphic, right? And he had been hearing rumors around campus. And he was like, yeah, I think he's dead. And he just wrote like an article about it. Whoa. And then local like news, like media started picking that up. And they were like, look at this guy. And they got him like on interviews and stuff. Tim Harper? Yeah. <laughs> right. Our very own Drake. Yeah. And, they, and, and it became national news where people thought Paul was dead and some orphan from Edinburgh was, <laughs> was, was him now. Turns out Paul McCarthy's not dead or wasn't or dead. Or so they say. Everyone in his band was like, nope, he's not dead. <laughs> his family was like, he's not dead. Everyone was like, he's not dead. And it was just like this mass hysteria that like took over. Right. For... It's like a lot of people believed it. Yeah. I mean, there was like a movie. There was a book. There was a documentary. Like, <laughs> Jeez. I know. And so like one of the explanations by like a student on why they were set on believing this theory was because. Was this like from the Times Delphi article? Yeah. Yeah. Or, well, no, it was in, like, retrospect, you know, oh, okay. like, afterwards. Right. Um, They were like, well, because of v- Vietnam and, like, the general idea of the establishment, mm-hmm. they wanted to believe in, like, a conspiracy theory. Right. Um, A little bit of a callback. Do you remember that one episode where we talked about how there was a bomb in Harvey Ingham? Yeah. Yes. That was during the Vietnam War protests? Well, right. that happened just, like, a few months before this article was written. <laughs> Um, and there were a lot of conspiracies going around Jeez. at that point. So it seems like there, this like graduating class was just full of conspiracies what a and fun questions year for Drake. and concerns. <laughs> yeah, bomb threats and bombs. <laughs> it wasn't a bomb threat. Bro. Yeah, it was, it was a just bomb. a straight up bomb. <laughs> but and the, you know, you know what's still funny about that bomb story is they went to class literally the next day, yeah. <laughs> like in Harvey Ingham. They had like all the broken windows and stuff. But yeah, so anyway, that started here at Drake. A little silly. Right. That's. I mean, that's really cool. I like knowing that like we led to something. We did something here. Yeah. Time Stealthic did something. It makes me very proud to Somebody... be sports <laughs> Time Stealthic. Shout out to Tim Harper. Somebody <laughs> read their article. <laughs> 80 years old now, but um, why, why did you make this theory? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that makes me want to make a newspaper article for uh, yeah i didn't know you could just like make stuff up news yeah well they weren't making something no he was making crafting theory crafting yeah (laughs) we should theory craft and it was a good theory because everybody believed it (laughs) what (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) oh man he got out of national news bro was not using the scientific method do they do we still have access to like the original article um i'm sure we would but i didn't have my computer so i couldn't access the it's like Times Delphic archives. But if you want to look for that, if you were a Drake student, you have access to EBSCO. So you can just do that yourself. What's EBSCO? EBSCO is a online archive thing. One of my coworkers actually works for them. Like How do you they, spell EBSCO? E-B-S-C-O. It has a ton of primary source and secondary source and tertiary source articles on it. Um, <laughs> it's really good for like historical research. And we have our own account here at Drake. They also just paid for a new expansion where it's like specific Drake's things. Whoa. So you don't even have to go to the library anymore to go to the archives, you know? Dang. All right. That's really cool. Yeah. 
what's interesting about like people being willing to believe a rumor like that so easily is because it, it like goes to show like the state of the American public at the time, you know? Right. Like, it was, it, I mean, the Red Scare was going on, right? People were suspicious of the Black Panther organization. Like, there were a ton of conspiracy theories around that. The FBI was declassing a ton, declassifying a ton of documents that, that made the American public go, what the hell? Um, so, like, a bunch of people were just, like, suspicious. Like, their whole reality was, like, upended. So they were willing to believe whatever was kind of thrown at them. Charlie is our history person, so... She knows all this fun stuff. Um, yeah, I have no clue about it, but <laughs> really, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Oliver didn't know about the Red Scare until you just brought it up, or the like, Vietnam. Why War. were they scared of that color specifically? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this conversation. To support this podcast, please follow the Drake Broadcasting System on any social media platforms you use.